stretch out, get your yoga pants on, boys. Let me get this party started. I didn't wait a minute. No. Oh, yoga pants? No, I, I was. I was. I thought we were supposed to wear our banana hammock today. Whatever you're into. You're messing with our schedule, man. Yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe I've Said Too Much. Our goofy little corner of the internet podcast, we talk about all kinds of nonsense and some of you even tune in to listen. Uh, apparently, this is how this thing works. I am Mike Laffey and I will be your host this evening or day or whenever you're listening. I am joined, as always, by my podcast brethren, Joel Crawford and Izzy Swan. Gentlemen, how are you on this fine evening? I'm so glad to be here. It's an absolute pleasure after a long day. I am. Yes. I kind of feel the same way. I've been uh, I've been talking like a pirate for the last three days because of my kids <laughs> and their recent their recent playground build. So um, I'm I'm trying to try really hard not to go there tonight. So. It's <laughs> um. Well, listen, I just, uh, before we get off on any uh, tangents and topics or whatever nonsense we're going to talk about, I just wanted to, um, just wanted to say thank you to all of the listeners, all of the people out there who uh, have been taking the time to comment, to give us feedback. Um, the feedback has been absolutely fantastic. So we really appreciate it. Um, even some of the stuff that's been, um, you know, even slightly critical has been really, really great to hear. Uh, we appreciate you guys reaching out to us. Um, you know, and for those of you who haven't done that yet and you've got uh, comment build up, feel free to swing over to the uh, our social media sections. Uh, everything you can find us online is at Maybe Podcast. Uh, our website will take you to pretty much everything. Uh, you can find that at Maybe I've Said Too Much dot uh, com. So, but I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for all of the feedback, all of the kind words, and uh, you know, just just everything. This this is a lot of fun for us, um, and I'm I'm happy to speak for everybody. Uh, you know, that just being able to get together and chat and spend a few minutes, hours, whatever we do um, together, and you know, put this out there and just have it that well received. It really means a lot. So, thank you everybody very much for all the feedback. So. Well said, Mike. I got a, like, a bunch of warm, fuzzy feelings right now. Ooh, Can I have a hug? That's, that's the yoga pants. <laughs> Banana hammock. Get it right. Oh. The, nice thing, the nice thing about having only 13 listeners is that we can really individualize these podcasts. <laughs> we, we, yes, we really can. So we, if we ever go to Patreon, we'll just say, you know, we'll, we'll have one for each. Right, exactly. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, just, uh, you know, what, uh, what's, what's new guys. It's been, uh, you know, by the time this airs, it'll probably be about two weeks since we talked on the radio thing or whatever it was, but, uh, what's, what's going on? What's new in your lives? Uh, Izzy, if you want to start us off, what's, what's going just, on recently? Uh, just finished up the, uh, pirate ship treehouse build I did for fatherly. Hopefully they're going to give me the, uh, go ahead to put that out into, uh, a YouTube video and social media stuff. Um, right now it's for one of their brand clients, so I can't really do anything with it till I get to go ahead. Uh, so that's been a lot of fun. The kids, just watching the kids play in there and, and just have a blast has been, I mean, you, you know that feeling when you do something, it's just a home run with the kids. It, it, you know, you walk around puffy chested and hey, I did good, you know, mm -hmm. so uh, that's been that's been a lot of fun. Um, I have been a little bit under the weather, been getting over that, starting to kind of come around, and um, got some road trips happening here pretty quick. I'll be hitting the road on Monday, and I'll be gone for about two, three weeks, so I'll be all over the 
East Coast doing that sort of stuff. Um, I am making sure that I am around for recording the podcast, though, so that'll be happening. And, uh, you know, just uh, life, just getting back into the swing of things. Yes, yes, yes. Joel, uh, what's up with you in the the lower regions of Georgia? Well, uh, n- nothing in particular. We're, we're still, you know, jamming at, at the wood shop there. And uh, we're building up inventory for, uh, you know, for, for December and November, the big sales time of the year. We probably ran the CNC for, I don't know, 120 hours in the last two weeks. Um, just kind of nonstop uh, making all of the parts that we do. But um, in the next couple of weeks, I'll be actually going up to see the eclipse and then straight up to Wisconsin to move some stuff down from my father's house to his new place in Florida and uh, going up there with my brother and we're going to sort through the house and get everything ready. It's sold. Uh and I think that's kind of, you know, just doing the th- kids going to school, you know, it's this time of year, every, you know, making sure that we spend at least $600 a child on pens, paper, three inch <laughs> binders. Isn't uh, that the truth? And then, and then, uh, you know, just the normal, uh, you know, hanging out with you guys. Well, I actually, I, I have the pleasure, um, my my oldest is uh, you know she's working now so she's able to go out and buy you know her own fashionable uh you know clothing and, and all that stuff so um, i'm a little bit off the hook for some of that i'm sure uh, i'm not what per, not sure what percentage of money i'm going to save but it, it'll be a dollar amount <laughs> so because she's buying all of her own stuff so i uh School is not going to be, it'll be a little bit more interesting for me. I'm sure the other two will make up for whatever she doesn't take me for, though. So I'll have to see how that goes. But um, that's usually how it works. Yeah, isn't it, though? It's, uh, you know, being a father is just, um, it's not something that you prepare for. I don't know that it's ever something you really get good at. And um, the, the game changes all the time. Like, it's, <laughs> you know, it's like, Somebody threw a basketball in the middle of the court a few years ago, and at some point I started playing soccer and throwing a baseball, and you know now it's lawn darts, and it's just it it's always evolving and constantly changing and always different. It's, it's a very interesting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> interesting and I, thing. I'm I'm actually kind of the lightweight. Mike, don't you have you have three kids, right? Three daughters. Three daughters. I have a a boy and a girl, ten years apart, and then Izzy. What are you at? Uh, seven. Four boys, three girls. W- were you trying to create a, a small army or something? Or are you just bored? <laughs> no. Was it? Hey, was it just like a really long time before somebody told you what what causes that? Or <laughs> did you? Uh, yeah, something. No, something like that. No. <laughs> I would tell you to get a hobby, but your hobby usually includes drills, and and we already know about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think I'm done it. I think I'm done at seven, so that's enough. I expand the age range from from 25 year old. My oldest is 25. Um, my youngest is um, one and a half. And uh, uh, something you guys probably don't know, and and I, I want don't want to get too deep into it because it's kind of an emotional thing for me. I had a I had eight, 
and uh, today would be his 20th birthday if he was still with us. Um, his name is Mark, and uh, he's long, you know, a very sick child, so it didn't ever, he didn't survive. But um, So today he would be 20 years old. Unbelievable how fast time mm. goes. Well, happy birthday. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah. I'm not sure how you move on from that. <laughs> so, you have, you I'm have sure, five, sure you have five more. Awkwardly kids. enough. So. <laughs> you have five more. Kids. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll find a way to make at least half of our audience hate me for skipping on. Right. <laughs> on no, down the road, you know, so. I, yeah, I know it's, it's, well, it's one of those things that's really, you know, I don't talk about it much and, you know, just because today's his birthday. And, um, um, for those of you who know about my new tattoos, um, he never cried when he got shots in the hospital. And one of the nurses, started calling him beastie so they started writing that down on his charts and the nurse who wrote it down spelt it wrong she spelt it with a y instead of an ie and it just stuck so um, that's one of the tattoos on my arm that's an explanation for one of those so yeah that's awesome nice it's a it's a it's an awesome tribute so that's uh um but uh well anyway but hey listen um tonight we were going to be talking about perspective um, I don't think that this is necessarily a terrible segue, although, um, I would, you know, thinking about this, uh, in a little bit different terms, but just the, um, I guess should I just tell the story of the conversation I had with a friend of mine and just, yeah, I, I think kind of take it from there. Yeah, Mike, I think that that's, that would be a great way to go, especially yeah. since I've never heard it and that'd be great. <laughs> well, you're included on the chat, but apparently you're busy. <laughs> so. <laughs> with all your lasers and <laughs> CNC machines and all kinds of things that kill trees further than they've been killed already. So it could have, um, it could have been the Netflix or the chill. I don't know. Well, and first I, so I had a conversation with a friend of mine um, and I want to apologize because she will probably think that she's being attacked in this and she's not, this is just a conversation we had. So, um, and I love her dearly. She's very, very close friend. So, uh, but um, we, she basically, she told me that she was watching, uh, the movie Sully, right. And she, you know, she gets very choked up by it and you know, that, that was kind of the emotion she had, but, uh, she said, you know, that she wished that people, um, you know, why can't people be that kind all the time? You know, that was, that was sort of the, the thing that she said. And this was all happening in a, in a instant message. So, um, you know, I, I basically responded. I said, well, you know, for me, people mostly are that kind all the time. You know, I mean, the scale of, of that level of kindness is just sort of fitting to the situation, right? So it's something that big, something that sort of, you know, plane going into the Hudson, um, you know, uh, go back to September 11th. You know, just these, these giant catastrophes, the response is proportionate. You know, so it's people, you know, this, this, this big thing happened and the response was big because that it was, it was proportionate to what had happened before. But the, you know, the people for the most part are, are, you know, the people at least I run into on a daily basis and the people that are sort of in the world around me just seem to be mostly good, you know, and that's kind of my perspective It's, but it's, the thing is, is they're not good in a, you know, they're not good in a plane just went down in the ocean kind of save everybody kind of way because they don't have to react to that. But people are, you know, they're, they're kind and they're sweet. And, and, you know, if you ask people for help, they typically give it. It's very rare you actually run into someone 
that is such a you know just a complete jerk, right? It's it's um and that this and again this you know I'll go back and forth on an instant message and you know she that she was absolutely agreed. She was like, yeah, you're, you're right. But my thought is, you know, what do you in my life? I notice when people are being rude or inappropriate or just a jerk all the way around because it's it's so not the norm you know most people aren't that way and then when people are that way you catch it you know you just like oh what was that you know like where'd that come from you know you know and i guess for me i'm very you know kind of pleased that in my life that's you know i when people are terrible and nasty i see it right away because it is so contrary to what i i typically have you know um, I feel bad for people who, you know, notice right off the bat when people are being so kind, you know, because that's, if that's the thing that stands out for them, um, you know, that kind of makes me sad. It's, you know, if you, if, if people are so miserable and rotten and terrible to you all the time, and when someone's finally nice, that's something new that you haven't experienced before. Um, that's really depressing thought for me. So, so, <laughs> you know I, th- I, mean? so I, I think, uh, I don't think I'd get. I don't think I won't, I won't disagree with you on this. I, I oh, do. You're dying to, no, you're I, I was, I, 2.0. Well, there was a part of me that thought I'm just going to shoot this whole thing down and it would be really easy for me to play that part, right? Like look, pull up any news cycle and I can tell you where you're dramatically wrong, but there's a weird thing with the amplification of isolated incidents in general. If I go over to my neighbor's house and ask him for a cup full of sugar, Usually they're just fine giving me a cup of sugar. You know, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you what, it, it's I for people that have that attitude where, where, where you look at people and you go, well, yeah, the people I know are great, but the rest of the world are assholes. Um, I tell them to stop looking at the rest of the world. You know, d- don't read the news. Get away from the news cycles. And God forbid you ever read the comments of news reports. Oh. It's the dregs of oh. humanities. You know, somebody will be like, you know, this guy had 24 parking tickets and went to court. There's going to be that guy like, just go ahead and hang him. You know, we don't need that kind of hassle in our life. You know, and that's, and that's you know, and that'll be the best comment of the bunch. Um, yeah, the comments on news on news reporting are they make YouTube comments like look like uh, the you know the Bible verses from oh, the Song of Solomon. I mean, it's, it's you know they're just it's just the just dregs. Awful. It's Ugh. just the dregs. I don't know if it's it's it just people with anger issues and people with uh, they they have no hope of whatever it is they, they whatever their outlook is on life. You know, just they just want everybody else to fry. So, you know, it's, it's, you're right. It is perspective. I like people. I think people are awesome. I meet awesome people all the time. Now, granted, there's some people that I don't meet a second time, uh, because, uh, it wasn't worth the effort. Um, but in general, I don't know. I think people are pretty good. I think people are pretty helpful. You see that in most accidents, you know, um, Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, so that's, you know, that's well, and for me, I mean, just like the idea of a, um, when I, I, this, this gets lost on me from time to time, but, um, 
I notice my, I, I, I run into this thought more often than not when I'm driving down the road, like the idea of the road structure in this country. And I don't know how it is outside of this country. I've heard, you know, places like Mexico city that, you know, the streetlights that are just kind of, they're optional, you know? So it's like, but when you look at just, we've come up with a system where, okay, X number, you know, you're going to drive on this side of this imaginary line, right. That's supposed to go all the way up and all the way down. We just painted this this yellow line in the middle of the road and said, "Okay, don't cross this," and everybody just doesn't cross it. You know what I mean? Like it's just we just all kind of agreed that hey, we're going to do this thing because it's better for everybody if we do that yeah. one little thing that you just don't notice and you take for granted every single time you get into a car. You know, is like it's amazing that we. I mean, because we've only done that because we've made a decision. You know that we're going to do that. I mean. I can actually one up you on that, which is think about money. You know, money is basically what you trade for your time and effort. It is basically your life essence, right? And somebody else has agreed that that money is a certain value. You know, it's, there's no, Mm -hmm. there's nothing out there saying that it's worth anything, but we've all just come to the conclusion that it works as one unit, whatever that unit happens Mm -hmm. to be. You know, same thing with the roads. Yeah, I mean, that's, and again, I mean, that's all stuff that we've done just because we've decided we're better off if we do it. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's, um, and that, and, you know, and again, I mean, I don't want her to think I'm attacking her with the conversation. She was just, you know, she's kind of having a moment with that. And, and she, she's not a, you know, Debbie Downer. And she is, she's one of the most positive people I know. And she's always up for a joke. And she, you know. So it, you know, it was just kind of a thing she was having, and and I took it and blew it up into this thing. Like I, you know, I I, I walked her back from depression, you know, because like, <laughs> that isn't what this was at all. So, um, but it, you know, just that idea and that thought is just, I mean, the, your perspective, even even sometimes, just needs to shift or change or, you know, be a little bit different. And it's amazing. Um, who's the guy that said? Um, I saw this guy, he's on one of these, like, he's selling something in the middle of the night, and he says, the only difference between a flower and a weed is the way you look at it. You know, and, you, and, and you're like, you know, that's your pers- your perspective is basically all it is. You know, a flower and a weed are the same thing. It's what just, exactly you know, was this guy trying to sell there, Mike? <laughs> Probably weed. <laughs> I don't remember what show I was watching. Was, it, was he selling, like, baked goods, or was he selling Listen. something else? I don't know, but I'll know when it shows up tomorrow on UPS because I'm pretty sure I ordered at least two of them. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah, that was just, a, you know, when you think about that, it's, you know, it, he also said, I think it was like that, was Dr. Dwyer, Dwayne Dwyer, one of the, you know, he sells like, you know, self-help stuff. He's like a, Is there really a guy named Dwayne Dwyer? I, I'm saying that wrong and somebody will correct me and I don't care because Please, please let that be his name because, like, if you have yeah. a, a list, or if you if you have a, I mean that must be terrible. I, I mean I could Google it right now, but I just you know no I'd that's, be that's wrong. fine. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather be his name. So don't don't correct yeah, us. We'll, we'll call him that. So he's um but yeah he just he said the other thing he said that I thought was incredibly profound. Um you know when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And you know it's just, and, and I think that you know there's just sometimes we could all kind of use that you know just there's. Um, just a different outlook on life. And it's, you know, I mean, it's real easy to get run down. Um, it's real easy to feel, you know, just overwhelmed and feel sad. And, and, you know, my grandmother used to say that, you know, a bad day doesn't make a bad life. 
you know. And this is a, this is way more bumper sticker quotes than I normally get into a single podcast. So <laughs> for all you guys listening, take notes. You can sell these on Etsy. But um, you know, I think that that's lost on a lot of people too. Is you know, just because you're you know you're in a spot, you're in a rut, you're having a you know a tough time, you're going through a terrible thing. You know, that doesn't mean that you have a bad life. You're just going through a bad time. You know, and I, and I think that that gets lost on some folks too. So. But um, Izzy, did we lose you? <laughs> no, I'm still here. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for you know for it to hit me so I can jump in with something profound. <laughs> Give it time, Izzy. It'll it'll come to you. I'm waiting. The, for uh, the, uh, the soapbox the is sneaking drop. up. The soapbox is sneaking up on me. I'll jump on it here in a minute. I'll tell you, there's uh, <laughs> there is w- without going uh, all crazy on your bumper sticker. Um, it is a little whitewashing because, you know, we live in a competitive world and, and there is, while it's not necessarily a perspective of people in their goodness, badness, evil, whatever you want to call it. Um, we do live in an environment where people are competing to get resources and there's no way around that. And you can perceive that as someone, you know, when have you been like circling for a parking spot? And somebody comes in at the last moment and takes the parking spot you were aiming at. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it wasn't theirs. I'm not saying it wasn't yours. Obviously, it was yours. Everybody knows yeah. it was yours. And they're just a dick. Don't be a dick. And and you were fine to start their car on fire when they went in the mall. Ex- exactly. Mean- but, you know, it's it's a matter of those little things in a competitive way. When you're just trying to get from A to B over time can just really run you down. You know, somebody that doesn't refill the coffee pot at work, you know, after taking the last thing, somebody that, you know, you know, brings, uh, you know, fish sauce on Thai food in microwaves in the middle of lunch, you know, whatever, whatever that thing is. I know, I know we're talking kind of epic, good and bad things. Like, you know, people. Fish sauce in the microwave is pretty epic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. For me, it's it's the toilet paper, you know, put backwards. That one gets me every time. We can fix that. (laughs) (laughs) Is that is that the soapbox you decided to take a stand? (laughs) No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If the world would not squeeze the toothpaste in the middle, put the toilet paper roll on right, and use their blinker, it would be a lot better place to live. That's all I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Yeah, that, no, no, but that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a lot of those things that that you know where where um sometimes I can't, maybe that we're gonna have to go back here. It's it's basically a lot of those things that make you feel that the world is against you is people just being inconsiderate or self absorbed or a little selfish on certain things and. Um, sometimes they don't have to be that way. Sometimes you're going to run into that because, you know, you're going to be fighting for the same job as, as your guy next to your cubicle, uh, on that promotion. And those things are reasonable, but you know, you don't have to, you know, I don't know. This, this kind of goes back to be, don't be a dick. It's mm-hmm. the world is a lot easier when the wheels are a little greased. And if you have the option to hold open a door for somebody, you know, it may just make their day. You never know. Mm-hmm. See, and, and I'm terrible at the, the competition thing because, I, you know, I, for me, I don't, for me to win doesn't mean you have to lose. 
You know what I mean? It, it may, that may be a byproduct of it and it may be unavoidable, but that's just, you know, I don't have to set out where in order for me to win, I have to crush everybody along the way. You know what I mean? And there's, I mean, some people have that, but um, that's just not a component of my mind most of the time. I don't, um, so we you know, talking about, you know, competing and, and stuff like that. I'm just terrible at that stuff because I don't, I'm certainly not the, you know, um, the, the quintessential American of, you know, like, get, 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 and, you know, always do better, be better, you know, grow, grow, grow. And it's like, eh, I'm, <laughs> it's, you know, I'm just, I'm not impressed by that stuff. It just doesn't do anything for me. So, um, you know, if I can win and I can take everybody with me, I would, you can't always take everybody with you. You know, it doesn't work that way, but, um, you know, I, that's just, I just don't think that way. It's, uh, it's, I can't tell if it's a blessing or a curse, but, uh, I, I found a way to make it work. So whatever that looks like. You know, it's, it's awfully crazy what we're talking about here. When, you know, perspective is such, such a broad-reaching thing. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I see I see both ends of the spectrum in, my, in, in what I do, you know, working with what I do. I see people that go to work every day and, you know, make 12, 14, 15 bucks an hour. And um, are, they figure out a way to survive on that. And you know what? They're really happy people. I mean, they're just, they're, they're always ready to laugh. They're always ready to open the door up for somebody. They're always there if a neighbor needs help, you know, um, they're always ready to smile and have a good time. And, and I, on the other end of the spectrum, I, I see people with just, you know, more money than God. And, um, it's crazy that there some of those, those people are, they're the same. Some are, but for the most part, um, I find that the people that have less tend to be happier people. Um, you know, and it's, 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 it's interesting that, that that's the case. Cause you would think it would be the opposite. Um, but a lot of times it's not, you know, so it comes back down to that whole, that whole thing of, you know, the idea of, uh, of perspective. And like, like my, my ex-wife is very material driven and drives my children to be similar to that, you know, very consumer based type people. And I'm the opposite of that. I'm, I'm more like, uh, you know, I don't care if you work at McDonald's the rest of your life, as long as you're happy. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll always be proud of you if you're happy. I don't care what kind of car you drive. I don't care if you live in a big, giant, fancy house. None of that matters. You know, if you have lived your life and you have been the happiest you could be, I will be genuinely 100% proud of you. Now, if you go to school and you, you know, do all this great stuff and are miserable, you know, what's the point? Um, Mm -hmm. And I I think that somewhere in there, there's a, there's a convoluted, uh, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a, there's, it just gets crazy that, you know, you, it's easy to lose perspective when you're, when you're just battling all the time to try to, you know, make a little more so you can have a little more, whether that's a nicer truck or a fancy car or a bigger house or, you know, how, how important are those things really in, in the end of it? What's the, what are the things that are going to matter most to you when you're, you know, on your way out the door? Is it going to be the car you drove or is it going to be the experiences and the people that you, shared your time with um so you know i mean we're we're getting right down to the you know bones of it um mm-hmm. you know i think a lot of times it's not necessarily about um about what you have or what what um what's going on around uh, what's going on around you it's just you know how you choose to view yourself how you choose to view the environment around you how you choose to live uh can be a big huge thing and um you know, it's, it's so, it's not hard 
to find somebody who's miserable at their job, who's miserable all the time. They're, you know, they're miserable driving home. They're miserable going to work. Um, they're just miserable because they've chosen a path that doesn't, did not lead them to being happy. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think it's important when you're, you know, when we're talking about all this perspective stuff, you know, to keep in mind that our choices have a tendency, have, have a tendency to make that, um, the perspective, uh, either good or bad, you know? So, you know, I would say that's, that's one of those things that when it comes down to it and, you know, when we're talking about the large spec, the large spectrum of it, of people being good or people being bad, you know, I think for the most part, everyone's good, you know, and you see, get on the, you were talking about the news earlier, but you know, there's 337 million people in this country, you know, um, and what the news is reporting on what, 10 or 12 a day, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, so the, I mean, there's, 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 you know, 337 million minus 10 people right. out and, there. And obviously the, Right. They've let done something to make themselves noticeable, you know. Right. And usually, well, that's, that's, an old, that's an old Bill Hicks joke. You ever, you ever heard that? Uh-uh. The old comedian. He said, "He goes, you, know, you turn on the news, and uh, you know, you it's, you know, you see all this war and carnage, and you know, cannibalism and all this stuff." He goes, and then you just walk outside, and the sun's out, and your neighbor's smiling at you, and you know, you're like, well, "What the hell just happened? You know, where, where's all the fire?" You know, right? <laughs> so he's, you know, so yeah, I, the, the news is not. Um, I, I try not to pay much attention to yeah. that at all. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, and it's the same thing. You see your kids out playing and having a good time or your neighbors over and you're sharing a beer or a barbecue. And, you know, for the most part, life is pretty good, you know, and people are good. And, you know, I, 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 you know, I go to the store and, um, I hold the door open for people. And oftentimes I get the door held open for me, which is really kind of nice, you know, and, um, that's because you're smile. so old, is he? People do that for their elders. <laughs> Do they help the I do, through the door? I do look <laughs> a little decrepit limping around. So, um, you know, but there's that thing that there's that thing. There's that moment that you just have to make a decision whether you're going to be happy or not be happy. And, you know, if you let things around you affect you, like the news or the guy that didn't use their blinker um, or, you know, some idiot put the toilet paper on backwards, you know. <laughs> If you let those things, if you let those things consume you, then, you know, the perspective of your life is going to be pretty mundane and miserable. But, you know, if you step out the door and the sun is shining, the birds are singing and your neighbor's smiling at you and you, you know, you focus on those positive aspects of your life and realize that, Hey, this is, this is actually pretty damn good. Um, you know, it, it's going to, it's going to be okay. So okay, well, my soapbox is gone now. It left. No, no, don't please. We've got we've 30 minutes to go on this. You can't put the soapbox away, but, um, I, actually, I, if you would bear with me, I just have a small side tangent. I don't know how many people um, out there listen to us that are a little bit younger or maybe just kind of getting on their feet. But um, one thing you were talking about when you're talking about, you know, people have stuff, right? So um, for what I do for a living, you know, there there are some years you do really, really well for yourself. And then there's years where, you know, you eat ramen noodles and, and you know, saltines basically for every meal. So, um it's a it's very cyclical which you know people who you know makers i mean joel always talks about seasons where you know the business is booming and then it slows down and he's always kind of you know he's a squirrel hiding nuts uh for for you know the the fall but um one thing and this will this comes from very very personal knowledge and experience things don't make you happy okay things are a trap right so i I, you know, I, I have a nice house and I, you know, I don't have, I, I don't drive Mercedes. I mean, I drive a Hyundai and you know, like I'm not, I'm not a very materialistic person, but 
when you when things get tight, things get slow, um, you realize how much of a trap, you know, things are. I was in the mortgage business in 2007. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you remember, but the <laughs> entire world economy lost $1.3 trillion uh, in a relatively small window. And it was like guys I knew that were making, you know, half a million dollars a year, you know, couldn't find a job paying 40 grand a year, you know, and it was just like, and, and the things around you that you thought made you happy and made you important and, and you know, gave you a reason to want to work, they become a trap and a source of stress and a source of misery. And it's, you know, that, what did I need all this stuff for, you know, kind of thing. I didn't have it to that scale because I've never made that kind of money. Um, you know, so it's not, I've never had those, um, those swings, but you know, you just don't want to get to a point where you're trying to purchase happiness. People with less are typically better off. They they just they don't have as much stress. You know, if you're if you're getting started in life or you know whatever, buy the smallest house you can you can get. You know, the, whatever suits your needs. Get the cheapest car that suits your needs. You know, it doesn't have to be a piece of shit. I mean, it can be a nice car. You can live in a nice house. You can live in a nice neighborhood. But you know, don't don't get a house with 15 bedrooms, um, you know, 11,000 square feet in Georgia. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, um, which is an inside joke, but yeah. So you, you just don't, don't build a trap for yourself trying to find happiness. You're just not going to find it in that stuff. And Steve Jobs said, you know, he said it best. There's no millionaires in the cemetery. You know, none of this is going with you when you go. I mean, it's, you know, so you can't, um, you just can't purchase you know, joy. You can't purchase. There is nothing I can buy that makes me feel as good as a kiss on the cheek for my daughter. Like it just doesn't exist. It's not. A, there's not a consumer product I can purchase that is as good as walking through the door and having my two kids race to me to see who can tell me, "Hey, how was your day at work?" You know, like that. There's the. They don't sell that. You can't buy that. You know. I mean, it's just, and it's not even just you know seeing friends at work or, you know, bumping into somebody I haven't seen in a long time, seeing somebody that was having trouble before that's doing better. Um, you know, having people respond to this podcast the way they have, Hey, you know, this is really good. I was having a tough time and I heard this, this podcast you guys did and it really helped me out. Like just like having that out there, like you can't reading a comment like that from somebody, you know, on something that we do for an hour, like, you know, once or twice a week where we're just sitting here, talking nonsense, you know, having somebody go, Hey man, it really helped me out. You know, it, I was, I was in a tough spot and it, it kind of, you can't buy that with the feeling you get from reading that and knowing that you put that out there and it affected somebody like that. That's, you can't purchase that anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So the, again, little side tangent, but you know, perspective, it's the same type of thing. Don't build yourself into a, you know, don't trap yourself because of, you know, you have to have bigger, better, faster things. You know, it's just, there is no joy in that. I mean, there's just, you're not going to find it. So, and, and I tell you that from personal experience, you know, I've been there, you know, I've, I've bought the, the new thing and the, this, that, and the, it's just, you know, when you're sitting there and, and, and everything's falling apart around you, that's not the stuff you care about anymore. You yeah. know, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, it becomes a giant pain in your ass. Cause you're like, what do I do all this stuff? <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Izzy, I'll slide the slow box back over. <laughs> box back over to you. Yeah, no, you, but you're right. When you, I mean, if you seriously break it down and you think about it, and you know, and my mom, I love my mother to death, and I'm going to throw her under the bus here a little bit. Sorry, mom. Um, 
you know, when we were growing up, it was always, you know, don't break that dish or don't, you know, be careful with that thing or, um, you know, and she worked hard for what we had, you know, and it's easy to understand that someone's protecting, uh, you know, something, a couch, um, you know, like the plastic didn't come off our couches for six months after we bought them. You know, you understand what I'm saying here. Oh, yeah. You know, but it's funny how I grew up with a different, with a completely different perspective where things never really mattered to me. And in my entire life, things, you know, just never had the same kind of sway as, as, um, as relationships or experiences. And I spent five years of my life after school just running around and broke all the time, you know, but just goofing off because it was, it was more important to me to have those experiences than it was, uh, you know, to have things. And, uh, I don't regret any of it. And I live, it's funny thing. Now that my mother's getting older, she's become the inverse of what she was, where it's just like, she just doesn't care. You know, grandkids can go over and spill, uh, you know, Kool-Aid on her couch. And she's just like, ah, whatever, come on, let's go outside and play, you know? And it's, um, those don't get caught up in the, the the traps of of life because they're not important. They really don't matter. (laughs) You know? And I like what kind of car you drive is the least important thing about you. I don't give a rat, but you know, about what, if you drive a nice pickup truck, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in fact, you know, throw myself under the bus here. I just bought a Prius. I'm going to be driving around the country in a Prius, guys. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. My buddy has a Prius, and he loves it. Well, here what's, I am. What's you know, her I'm name? A, right. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, so I got to paint a picture for you. I'm a 300-pound, six-foot-two ex-bodybuilder with tattoos on one arm that says monster, and the other one says beastie. I'll be driving across the country in a Prius with my monster tattoo hanging out the window. So... <laughs> There's okay. I am so going to, quick, I am going to entertain a lot of people. A quick, a quick sidebar. There's a company that makes a um, a tent attachment to where you pop the hatchback, and then it goes over the hatchback, hatchback all the way to the to the ground, and it gives you kind of a living area, kind of out the back of the car, and you then you fold the seats down and you can sleep in it. I thought pretty slick. Oh jeez. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, pass on that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying for your inner hippie. Yeah. No, my inner hippie got squashed as a child. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, and, and just to um, I don't know if I can say this without sounding critical of your mother. So, okay, I apologize it. if it comes off that way. No, because I don't mean it that way. But um, you know, again, perspective. Um, if you teach your children that you value things as much or more than you value them. It's just a, it's a, it's a tough thing to, to kind of get over. When I grew up, my mother, we were flat broke. My mother was a, she got divorced when, you know, I say she, my parents got divorced. Um, uh, my father didn't do really well for himself back then. He was a you know mechanic working odd jobs and stuff. And, and my mother was a, uh, she worked as a waitress. So, um, you know, we ended up losing our house to foreclosure when we were younger, you know, I mean, all this stuff, we never had something to turn our heat off all the time. Um, you know, and it, we, you know, Christmas trees never had a ton of stuff under them, but we had each other, you know, and that is, that's probably the greatest gift I received as a child was not having the gifts, you know, it's because 
it didn't matter what was under the tree. You know, we, we had, we had tradition and we had, you know, we would sing together and we would, you know, just, just all these little nonsensical things. And, and, and maybe to some extent, that's why I don't really care that much about stuff because stuff was never meant to be important. You know, it's like me and my daughter, um, I have a brand new car. I bought her a car. I got her an old, you know, beater car is her first one. And whenever she goes out, she always goes, daddy, can I take the car? You know, my car. And I go, yeah, go ahead. And she's like, we, she asked me, she's like, you know, do you ever worry about the car? I go, I don't care about the car. It's, you know, I know you're safer in it than driving yours. So if you have the chance, I'd rather you wreck mine than that thing, because I know you're going to be, you know, okay. And it, it's just giving that little tidbit of, you know, stuff to her. Just, you know, this, the car doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, you know, I can, I can buy another one. If they sold me that one. They'll sell me another one. You know, so um, if you find yourself, especially if you're a parent, if you're in a situation where, you know, you make the things around your family more important than the family, it's just a, it's a tough message for them to overcome because, you know, they'd rather be more important than the couch or, you know, the, <laughs> than the car, or the, you know, the Harley that they're not allowed to go near, you know, whatever it is. In, um, in my case, it was more important than the horses. Well, no. okay. <laughs> I keep forgetting you're you're the ra- raccoon fat guy. Everything yep, uh, yep. revolves around animals. <laughs> so, but but yeah, so that's uh you know that's all. I, I'm waiting for Joel for to 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 throw in another drop the mic moment. No, I was a lot of I was just on you from now on, Joel. No, I I was just saying <laughs> in my head I was thinking, you know, perspective is something that you have to work at um there's lots of forces that are trying to divert your attention and change your mind on issues and that could be financial that can be you know political it can be um even your own family has you know little agendas of things that they want to have happen and it's tough because part of that perspective is trying to figure out you know, where you want to be, what you, what side of that fence you sit on. If the only thing I can tell you is if you aim to that people are bad, I'm not, I'm not going to get too crazy on this, but I'm not a big fan of original sin. I don't, I don't think it's fair. And I don't think people are inherently bad. Um, if you lean that way, then you're going to see the world in, in a way that is going to drive the way you make decisions to be defensive and inward and protective. But if you go the other side of the fence and you think the world is a pretty cool place, and I can give you a long list of amazing things that you shrug off every day, as right. as part of that uh you know wonder that this world is um and you think that people are good and you can make decisions based on the fact that you think people are going to do the right thing or or at least um respond in a benign way um then those decisions become not one of inward it's one of, of acceptance and one of 
um, making sure that you also include other people. There's a great quote, and I don't know who first said it, but it says, um, you know, don't build higher fences, build longer tables. And in speaking to, you know, about neighbors, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and I think that kind of flows in that same thing. Not everybody's going to agree on everything and you're not supposed to love every single person you encounter. You may like them on certain levels. You may dislike them. I have lots of friends politically that, that are very different than me. Um, but in general, the people that I choose to hang out with, they, they like life. They like being on this. They're in no hurry to die to get to somewhere else. Mm. They enjoy where they are and they like being around people that also enjoy life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's as you guys were talking, I was thinking about these things. I wasn't paying attention to you guys. I was just thinking about these things. No, it's, it's <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I keep, people keep telling me that I have uh, a show with two other people and I keep asking them what the hell they're talking about. because i mean i'm sure there's other guys listening you know that i'm talking to right now but i i don't hear them (laughs) right exactly well and and that's i've said this i i I think i've said this before on this podcast it's you know the you can you you have to be the world you want to live in right this is you know so i expect a certain response or a certain um decorum or you know just just the way people react or the, you know, the, I just, I expect them to be good. And it's, it's so amazing how little I'm disappointed or let down by that expectation. Amen. You know, it's just, but at the same time, I mean, I, I get up in the morning, I go to work, I say hi to everybody. I don't walk in cranky. Um, you know, I, I, I try to bring humor and a smile to the day. I hold doors open for people. I pick garbage up off the ground that isn't mine. You know, it's just because that's the world I want to live in, right? And I, I can't expect other people to do it if I don't. I'm envisioning you whistling the whole time like Mr. Cheery Face. <laughs> I Whistle while I walk. Desk. Yeah, I can, I can hear that coming out of him. <laughs> I sing at my desk. People laugh at me. I, you know, just I'll come in and I'll put on a quick song and I'll be over there singing and they're like, ah, what is that? But, you know, I mean, it's just... But look, if they think I'm crazy because I'm too happy, I'd rather have that than, you know, don't go near Mike. He's ready to shoot somebody all the time. You know, it's just, um, you know, again, it's just that's the world I want to live in. And you can't expect other people to create that world for you. You you will always be disappointed if that's your expectation, you know. But if, if you expect people to be good, thoughtful, and kind, and, you know, if they see you leading by example, people give what you give. You know, they always give back in kind. I mean, it's it may not be immediately, but it, people just come to expect a certain thing from you. You know, now what is that? You know, I mean, do they do they expect you to be a miserable, you know, no good bastard every day? I mean, it, if that's what they expect, then that's what they're going to greet you with. You know, um, so you know, it, but and again, it, you just have to decide what do you want? What do you want the world to be? You know, and then go be it. You know, it's it's. I really wish it was harder than that. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the, you know, the, I, I wish I could write a book on how to live a better life and do it, but I could never in, in good conscience sell it to somebody because it's really just that, just have better expectations and be the thing you want to, you want the world to be like, that's, that's, it's really all it takes. I mean, I don't live, a, I don't live the best life in the world, but I live a great life for me. 
It, and I think that the people that know me think that, you know, that's at least what they see out of me. You know what I mean? And, and that's what I want to show them. Yeah, you keep the other stuff well hidden. Oh, yeah, listen. Life I mean, is a I'm highlight I'm reel. sure you're a freak show somewhere along the line. Oh, this, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, well, you guys act like you don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see right through you, sir. You're if not telling lies to me. If that's part of what makes you happy, by all means. <laughs> that's your freak flag fly yeah, yeah i mean yeah. just i mean yeah i mean the, listen life's a highlight reel show people what you want them to see you know what i mean you don't you you can make your day whatever you want it to be i can be whoever i want to be i mean and, and i choose to be this it, you know that's it yeah. may not it may not work for everybody it works for me you know and i'm not there's nothing special about me i don't yeah. think no, I mean, there is. You're 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 a real you're one hell of a guy, Mike. And that, there's keep, no keep coming, keep coming. Oh, <laughs> you are. Oh you know, God, is he? Please what? stop. Oh, Joel, no. you are too. So shut up. No, man. no, 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 no. Don't even, don't even. This start is with why. Me this is why I can jump on a podcast with you guys every week and talk for an hour long because I think in a lot of ways we all have same aspect, you know, same expectations and, and same, you know, very similar kind of attitude towards what happens in the world around us, you know. Um, and I think in in some measure, uh, that that's a more reasonable way to measure success to me than it is on, you know, hey, you know, is your car, do you drive a fancy car or do you got a big house? You know, that's, that's a much more reasonable way to measure success of a person is, is, are you happy? You know, are you living, are you living a way you want to live? Um, are you treating people good? Are you being an example for others? You know, that to me is such a, it's such a better measure of success or a measure of a good life than your job or your car or your house. Cause those really, really, I mean, to me, those are the least interesting things about you, you know, and if you want to make me really happy, go out and build something super cool and show me because that is awesome. You know, I love people who will take the time to work with their hands and be creative and use that energy and, and, um, you know, and then share it with people. You know, don't, don't just sit on the, you know, don't sit in front of the idiot box all day long watching the news complaining about the world. You know, get out and do something cool. Get out and do something I, positive. I feel the same way about terrorism. Like, like, I, I, I really do. <laughs> Where did this come from? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you because I, th I think in the, in the long line of being a horrible, horrible person, like, like blowing yourself up and the people around you, like ranks is like, I mean, it's definitely worse than not holding a door open. Is what I'm trying to say, but but that's, uh, that's the other side. <laughs> that's that's the other side, right? So so when you said when you actually I completely lost it now. Uh, when you Thanks said <laughs> when you said build something and that'll you know impress me that'll that'll tell me your that act of creation. Especially I see this in artists um, when they build these amazing and not just art artists but but when you build something when you create something when you take all the components the the raw form of all the crap on this world whether you're reclaiming it whether you're you know milling it from diamonds it doesn't matter the medium itself yeah, but when exactly. you create something when you take the idea and you take something that's in your ether and you transpose that to something that's a physical form architects. I'm in awe of architects. I've already spoken to my, you know, I love guys who make chairs because in woodworking, that's kind of the, like it's the upper echelon. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, 
it's the those people where where it takes effort and control and skill and a real passion how much passion do you think it is when you push a button to detonate a bomb and destroy things i mean you've got to have some you've got to have some commitment but but it's only there for a second you only have to do that one time but to come into work to do you know think about the guys that worked on the sears tower you know where they had to drive in rivets for four years or five years as they were building it Mm. you know there are people that create these amazing things and they do it day after day it but it's still a creation of something amazing um i feel that way when i create something uh it it gives me pleasure that i made something that didn't exist in the world uh that does now today yeah amen yeah and and, you know it could be anything whether it's go cook a wonderful meal or or you know sew a, a quilt or you know do scrapbooks and to to really make your memories uh and your pictures um you know come to life or you know just anything that you can that you can take and be creative and show the world that you did i did something today um you know those things are really valuable and it's it's the way we it's the way we kind of i think you know progress as people and i think when you get into that mindset of of that creative aspect of life um it just helps you look at the world better you know, be a maker, not a taker. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, t-shirt. Yep, um, t-shirt. Right. So, you know, those are the kind of things that, that will help, especially for me, you know, building things, designing things, using my imagination. That, that's the passion of my life. It, you know, I cannot, I cannot go a day without, without it. Um, cause it's what drives me, you know, and you know, really our daily, our daily lives, what we do from day to day, they're the legacy. They're the things that we leave behind. They're the things that we teach our children and those around us. Why not make it something substantial? So why not teach people to be creative? Why not teach people to look at the world in a better way? And I don't necessarily mean go out there and thump them on the head, say, Hey, stupid, you know, be an example. You know, if, if, mm-hmm. if you can smile in a bad situation <laughs> or if you can be a leader, you know, it, I I know I know a gal who you know you can put her in any bad situation and she's she thrives in that because she's you know she'll get out there and she'll fix things and she'll take care of any issues that are going on and she figures it out and she's really good at it, you know and it, she just and she smiles the whole time you know um, so if you can do that one thing t- today or tomorrow or the next day that will make somebody else smile that will set an example for those around you that will be uh, a legacy that you can pass on, you know, um, do it, you know, do that. Well, and, and, and this is, um, you know, on a podcast that I, that I know about, uh, not that long, I mean, a very, um, a very wise, very good looking, um, just absolutely intelligent, stunning human being, um, said something, I think along the lines of, you don't have to be, uh, extraordinary to be special. So, and, um, you know, that, I thought it was a great quote, you know, I was, I figured I'd bring it into this uh, thing, but you don't, um, you know, when you're talking about Joel, Mike, the, the everybody name. knows you're talking about yourself. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not, it, it's not like, it's not like you're even kind of being coy about this. This That's, that's ridiculous. Um, how dare you? <laughs> shame on you, sir. Shame on you. Um, but, uh, no, so, I mean, you know, when, when you talk about, you know, like building something and making something, creating something, it's 
I, I love people that do that stuff and it's, you know, it's, it's just fantastic. It's, it's, it's amazing to see the pride and the, the, uh, you know, sort of just the craftsmanship and, and the creativity and, and, you know, things, people that make things that weren't there before. Um, and on the same token, you know, not, not, not differently, but just on the same level, you know, the simplest things I had somebody, um, it was actually somebody from our group. I, this is the, probably about two years ago now, I think it was, um, one of the Daves, but, uh, I posted something online. It was just, you know, I was just having a bad day. And the next day, somebody just sent me a message going, Hey man, you know, how you doing? I was like, Oh, I'm doing good. I'm like, well, I hope your day's better today than it was yesterday. You know, just like that, that, that simple act of kindness is, you know, it, it's as, it's as big a gesture as you could, you know, get, you know, it, it, it's, you don't have to be somebody that this, this, you know, enormous force in the world. You don't have to be, you know, the best artist or the best singer or play the best guitar, or, um, you know, whatever, right? You can just, the, the simplest things, you know, that you can just, you can just pour a little bit more kindness, um, a little bit better person out there, you know, just the little thing that you can do for somebody that just makes a huge difference. I mean, that changed, I will, I'm not a guy that wakes up, you know, expecting to have a bad day because you usually, very rarely are you wrong, you know, um, but you know, I woke up that day like, oh man, this is, you know, another one of these. And that, that, that one little thing, like just, you know, Hey man, I hope your day's better today than it was yesterday. It was changed everything for me that day, you know, and, and I didn't go on, you know, cure cancer or, you know, um, make jet propulsion out of water or anything. So, you know, it was just the only thing that changed it that my day was better, you know, and if my day was better then people around me's day might've been better because of it, you know, just by that one little gesture. So, you don't need anything grandiose, you know, it doesn't have to be something, um, you know, don't feel like if you're not, you know, a, a, an artist or a creator or someone with a big platform that you can't make enormous differences, you know, in the world because you absolutely can, you know, it just, yeah. it just takes a little, just a little bit of just something, you know, just, just offer yourself up to somebody you know, in, in a way that's generous and kind. And, and you guys do this stuff. I mean, I, you know, I do, when, but I get a lot of this, restraining orders. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> rightfully so <laughs> you walk around with like with a bucket of raccoon fat on you. I mean, it's just, <laughs> people are going to ask questions, but the original you know, I mean, master glide. Sorry. Well, and you got, and, and here's, you know, like the people that, you know, um, one of the, the, the ancillary benefits of, of recording this podcast is, not only do I get to have just really, I mean, just really good thought provoking and just interesting conversations with you two guys, because you're very, you know, very well thought out. You're, you're very, we share a lot of the same sort of, um, you know, just characteristics. I mean, you just guys are very, pocket holes. yeah, we're in the pocket holes. Um, you know, fleshing, I think is the term we decided. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, it, 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 it makes some of us sicker than others, but you know, we're still friends about it. You know, so it's just, um, I mean, you guys are really good guys, but like, you know, Izzy was going through, you know, just uh, having, you know, dealing with some sicknesses a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, just, I wake up one day and there's Joel going, Hey, Izzy, how you doing? You know, yeah. and I'm just, and, and then you guys are having a conversation and I'm just like, you know, I get to see this kind of weird brotherhood and like these just random acts of kindness and just these things that you guys do for each other. Like the guys that, you know, our listeners don't get to see that stuff, you know, and I, and to I be see fair, it as, though, and it's I, just little things. Even though Izzy was feeling under the weather, I ask about his butt on good days. 
Oh, yeah. Like, Izzy, how's your ass I mean, doing? I, you know, I wasn't going to offer that up, but I'm not going to deny it if you do. I mean, it's, just, uh... it's 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 a little uncomfortable right now. These banana hammocks don't have much in the back. They do well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the throw up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You you have the most amazing ass that's ever sat in a Prius. Oh, speaking of which, did you see Lies. his picture? Nothing Did you see his lie. picture as he's building his pirate ship treehouse? <laughs> he's got he's got the decking done on it. Oh, I I almost fell out of my chair. My my wife had to restrain me from driving up to North or to to South Carolina, and and just kissing that man. He was the symbol Shirtless. of sex. Shirtless, Shirtless, sweaty, and in the shade. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. Okay, I, I I wasn't gonna say this. I was gonna post this on Instagram later, but <laughs> so you can go online to um, Costco's website and you can have an image printed on a <laughs> on a on a, on a queen size comforter. Oh no! Which, <laughs> which I did with that picture, and then when I want to take a nap, I go in the guest room. <laughs> <laughs> is that is I that nap it, with air quotes? And I throw that, <laughs> and I throw that comforter over me, and it's like it's like being held by angels. <laughs> so, <laughs> some days it's over, some days it's under. Oh yeah, you, you don't you really don't need to do that. Just go, if the air's working. You don't need to do that. Just go to Amazon, buy one of those cheap imitation bear rugs. It's about the same. <laughs> No, no, yeah, just shirtless, sweaty, and in the shade. It's just a, you know, <laughs> and on top of a half-built pirate ship, he's got I a mean, hammer yeah. in his hand. It's yeah, it's the it's the definition of sex. I mean, it's just. It, All right, it's, guys. It, All right, so, yeah, that's that's good. We're good now. We can talk about something else. So. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, damn it! We're already it made him. I can do another hour on the on my comforter. You know, I want to. You know, I want to. I want to. I want to mention a few things here. You know, I I love. You know, we talk about this community a lot. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the community, we're talking about a maker community, a community of guys that, and gals that just they go out, they, they build stuff, they share their stuff, you know, and it, it really is an amazing place. We see a lot of positive feedback and a lot of really great positive energy. And, you know, there, there's people in this community that really stand out because they're the, they're the pillars. They're the ones that are always out there making, you know, making it a point to, um, the, the comment and to say, Hey, that's a great job. And to, um, you know, to let others know that they're being inspired by what they do. And, you know, um, you know, guys like, like Ragtie, uh, he's a real active member in a several of the online communities who, in, you know, he has just always got some real, something very positive to say, something really cool, uh, you know, to a story to tell or, or something really cool out there to do. And he, you know, this is a guy who's, he's lived a pretty rough, you know, existence and he's going through a lot right now, but he still takes the time to get up every day and to get out there and to say, Hey, you know, great job on that. I really enjoyed looking at it. Or, you know, uh, you know, another one that I really, is we talked about Bill Lutz in our last podcast, you know, this guy gives the best hugs on the planet and he, he does it. He does it virtually as well. He'll, he'll get on there and comment and say, hey, you know, you know, encouragement and positive feedback. And, um, you know, Andy Berkey's another guy who's just always there. He's always commenting. He's always saying great job. And, you know, this guy is, he hates it when you call him, but this guy's a master craftsman. I mean, this guy's built pieces of work that some of us just only dream of building, you know, and, and he's there all the time, every day, you know, inspiring, inspiring the community with his beautiful sunrise pictures and, and, and talking and, and uh, you know, the feedback. 
if you want to be, you know, in a better world, be an Andy Berkey, be a Ragtie, be a Bill Lutz, be a Mike Laffey or, or a Joel Crawford who are just out there enjoying themselves, post, posting funny things, posting positive, you know, inspirational things. And don't, you know, don't just do it. And these guys live it. They don't just post online. They go out there in the world and they are just a positive. They're, they're like a tornado, like this beautiful, positive tornado of passion that just walks around and, and giving the world, uh, making the world better. You know, be one of those, be somebody like that. Yeah. When, when you I, were talking about passion, I thought you had a video camera in my guest room with your comforter. So <laughs> I'm glad you, you know. <laughs> Remember that lamp yeah. I sent you? That, that little, that little, that lamp I sent you with the little glass thing on the front? Don't just ignore yes. that. So. Sorry. <laughs> the, the, the teddy bear that showed up randomly doesn't belong in there. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> there's, uh, there's some great guys that do really amazing work and actually izzy i thought you're i had, I had made a post on one of our groups um and i i had been messing around with some dyes and things like that and much like the much like the pocket holes i just wanted to ruffle some feathers and i talked about you know people stain projects yeah. and and i was trying to raise a little bit of feathers because I, I said you know if you want walnut color go make your damn thing out of walnut Right, <laughs> you know, don't make it out of pine and put this crappy stain on it. And uh, and the only person, the only person to take that bait was Izzy, and he did it in such a nice way. He's <laughs> like, I love stain and dyes and stuff like that. That's great, man. Thanks. You know, it wasn't like yeah. you, you snob. <laughs> I wanted somebody to kind of dig in and say, well, isn't that just a little uh, elite of you, sir? <laughs> we're yeah i mean yeah i mean so even even in our communities they're very nice about i knew what you, you know. were doing though I, I i knew i knew exactly what you were doing so oh, I, I knew it too i, I could hear the pocket hole podcast playing in the background <laughs> well and honestly to be fair most people were probably exhausted from your 10 million pink ping pong balls uh, <laughs> oh so by the time did they you, got around to that, one, the whole thing? Like, I'm not doing this again, Joel. You can shut up forever. Like, <laughs> listen, that that child's story needs to be told every year. I do it once a year, and and, and the response that you do the response is a, is a, uh, amazing. Well, there is a there is a story that I tell, and and and, and since we're talking about perspective. Um, I'll even be so bold as to say we could we might even be able to end with this. Um, it was a story that I'd heard. I don't know if this is true, but Ronald Reagan had actually told um, his cabinet members, and, and I I heard that I may be making that up entirely. Who knows? It doesn't matter. But uh, there's two little boys. Um, the father is very wealthy, and one kid is just always happy and always you know having a good time, and one of them's just perpetually negative and so he takes the two kids and he takes them into a room and one kid he puts in there the, the negative guy he puts in there with you know the best toys and there's extra money for him in there and um you know he's got uh, his favorite snacks and drinks and everything in there and he puts him in there and shuts the door and then he goes down the hallway and he took another room and he just filled it with crap you know there's literally poop everywhere in the room and he takes that kid, the, the, the positive one, he throws him in there, shuts the door, and locks it. And he waits a few hours. He comes back, and he stops in the first room, and he sees his son. He says, uh, you know, son, you, you're in here with all these snacks and everything. He says, 
it doesn't look like you've done anything. He says, well, you know, I don't want to play with any toys in case I broke them. And, you know, I wasn't sure when you were coming back, so I didn't want to have any drinks because what if I had to go to the bathroom and I, you know, the room's kind of tight, so I don't want to eat anything because, you know, what if I get gas and I'm the only one in here? And, you know, he's just got all these things. And, you know, the father just kind of shakes his head. He goes down the hallway and he sees his other son and he's in there and the kid's covered from head to toe in crap. He's just, it's everywhere. <laughs> and he's diving in the, you know, he's diving in it and he's, he's, you know, he's rooting around and he's digging and he's trying to, he's, he says, son, son, what the hell are you doing? And his son looks up at him and he goes, well, dad, with all this crap, there's got to be a pony in here somewhere. <laughs> It's all about perspective. (laughs) (laughs) But, so on that note, Joel, (laughs) Joel and Izzy, thank you again for another uh, wonderful conversation. I love you two guys. Um, Absolutely just, this this podcast has been um, one of my favorite things. I look forward to it. Uh, You know, every time we're getting ready to have a, conversation and we schedule something it's just you know it becomes the highlight of my day i can't wait to do it again so i just want to say thank you um for asking me to do this you know 12 13 episodes ago whenever we released this thing um you know it's been a real pleasure and i'm looking forward to you know the next hundred you know let's just uh let's just keep it going i think your contract i think your contract is up at 20 though (laughs) <laughs> really because joe gave me the scientology contract it's for 10 million years so i um <laughs> so that, <laughs> i don't tell uh, and next week we're going to be talking about religions no yes. we're not no we're, we're never going there i love you guys but we're not doing that so, so all right, hey, don't ruin my, hey I, just, I just ended with the pony you got to bring us to the religion so um but anyway uh joel please tell the kind folks where they can find you uh you can find me actually you know what i'm gonna pimp our own stuff uh at maybe podcast on instagram you can see all the interesting stuff we post which is mainly me and it's not <laughs> all that interesting but i, I, I mean go there. If, for, if you I beg the difference it's funny accounts out to everybody else then you know maybe the rest of us could be active in them so well, i think same. you actually have the password for it Oh, but God. that's all right. Never mind. I, I, won't, I won't tell everybody. Uh, Never mind. I take it back. So, uh, so yeah, come come check us out. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and then our website, maybe I've said too much.com. But everything else is uh, at maybe podcast. Oh, and, and before I forget, and Izzy, I'm sorry to take up your time. Uh, iTunes, big fan. Big fan of the Apple products. That's me. That's myself. I don't. I don't feel bad if you have a thing for Android or Google products. You got to figure out who you want spying on you. I like Apple. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and go to the iTunes uh, store there and uh, click that little rating. And if you could move those stars up, uh, we'd appreciate it. That would be mighty kind of you. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yes, uh-huh. ratings on iTunes and five star reviews help us out tremendously. Liking it on there is is good, and uh, app. I think we're on the Google Play Store as well. Um, do they have reviews on Google phone? Play? Uh, uh, yeah, they, I believe they do. Um, so that'd be awesome too. 
Yeah, so and then if you have a Windows phone, I don't even know who you are. Like, don't. Oh, it would be an go, Android, not a Windows phone. Well, no, they have. They still make Windows phones, right? Oh, yeah, they, they have do. Windows mobile operating system. Oh, yeah. I yep, believe. They yeah, they do. Yeah, it don't don't leave us ratings uh, anywhere if you have that, please. That's, <laughs> we don't need that kind of negativity like we, we in our life. We're, we're, yeah. we, we already know you make bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> you want only positive. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably you're probably a 300 pound guy that bought a Prius if you drive one walking around the windows. Oh, 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 oh. But, uh, but anyway, so Izzy, where can people find you in his Prius? Besides yeah. a battery powered Toyota driving up and down the East Coast. Uh, I'm all flustered now, guys. Shut up. Um, you know, I I want to I'm gonna I want to promote um, I want to promote. Uh, uh, Joel tonight, guys. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Joel does the um, has a missing digit workshop, and he does a lot of really cool stuff. I would really encourage you to go check out what he does when you know the holiday seasons are coming around. Start thinking about gifts for the wife and the family. Go check out what Joel does. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Lots of really cool stuff, and it's affordable, so um, you can give lots. So uh, go check that out. Well, that's very kind of you, sir. Yeah, you bet. Yes, and also if you've earned your ten percent. Uh, if you happen to be on Amazon and um, you know you see any of Joel's products that you've purchased in the past, if you have not yet left a review, the five-star review thing works on there as well. So uh, feel free to go ahead and, and uh, leave him a review for his products because that also helps him. Um, and he is a uh, fantastic craftsman. So um, you know, if you I have very products, fine fine uh, folks that help me with that, and they would be. I try to give them uh, access to all of our reviews. We sometimes start the day because uh, we can get paid and we do our stuff and it's awesome. But uh, there's nothing like reading a review out to folks and having them smile for the first half of the day about it. Right on. Yeah. So, uh, so do that. Um, and yes, I don't have a thing. Which no, is you what don't. I say at the end of every episode, which but, we need uh, to fix. Well, we need to fix. It. Yeah, which, I, well, guys, hey, we're gonna I need. Do, I tweet, do have a comfort. Tweet us and uh, and see if we can get uh, Mike to start up an account like uh, uh, Mike underscore Izzy Comforter, uh, maybe on Twitter or something, <laughs> where he can tell you what he's doing in the day, because that would be oh, awesome. No. Shirtless, sweaty, and in the shade dot com, I think might be my next. Oh, yeah. Uh, where's Wes? <laughs> I, I think they already have a website. It's called bear.com. Oh, God, oh yeah, that, tell that me that's all sorts thing. of bear right there. Please tell me. I'm sharing. Uh, the, just, I'm sharing that to some of my friends there. There's, there's no way we, we, there's no way we stepped over my pony story with this. But yeah, guys, uh, at maybe podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Maybe I've said too much. You can hit us up. Questions, comments, concerns. Leave us reviews. Um, Get active, get involved, spend some time talking to us. We'll bring you up on the show. We love, um, you know, uh, conversations, things you want us to say, things you want to hear, things you want us to talk about, guests you might want us to bring on. Uh, also something we're entertaining. So if you got anything you want to uh, share, please do so. But, uh, again, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time this evening. Um, you know, I can't, can't say thank you enough. Um, and for everybody who's listening, you know, we really appreciate you spending the time with us tonight. Or whenever you happen to be listening, and uh, that's pretty much it. But um, Joel, sir, one final thing before we go. Tell me all about it. They do a sleeping bag print as well. 
Hey, um, Mike? Oh. Mike, did you ever find that pony and all that shit? Yes. Nice. Yes. Was it, was it in the shade? I cleaned him. Shirtless. I comforted him. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>